Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hello, welcome back to the No Ratings Pod. This is a bit of bonus content. Cristiano Ronaldo has done an interview with Pierce Morgan where he's absolutely gone after United. And I think the headline was, uh, Manchester United have betrayed me. So we've got Faisal, Lears and Amir, who we've just recorded something for two hours. So I feel like Lears has chilled down a little bit from when we first hopped on the call. Because when we first hopped on the call, that was when all the news came out. So immediately, also another further caveat to that, by the way, at the start of the season, Faisal said Ronaldo would carry United to fourth. And I think these things are very quickly changing. But uh, Lears, I'm going to come to you first because uh, I feel like you've been dying to talk about this for the last two and a half hours. I've been dying to talk about this for the last year, bro, honestly. Um, <laughs> look, Ronaldo, I think this was coming, honestly. We, we knew in the summer he made his intentions pretty clear that he wanted to leave the club. There were a lot of contrasting reports about whether the club was holding back a transfer from him, whether there were, was legitimate interest from so-proclaimed top European clubs. The way the season, the summer ended up going, Ronaldo ended up staying at the club, and it was basically up to Ten Hag and him to make it work. And look, Ronaldo has had opportunities for United to kind of like adapt into the Ten Hag system, break into this team. And I just think that A, at this stage in his career with his current age and the way his body is and just where his game is at the moment, and B, where Ten Hag is trying to take this football club, the two are a really bad fit. Unfortunately, Ronaldo doesn't have the humility at this point in his career to understand that perhaps he is past it, perhaps he doesn't have a part to play in this team. And instead of doing what, for me, the most egotistical footballer in all time was able to do in Zlatan Ibrahimovic, which is take a step back at a Milan team, understand his current role in the club, and be a mentor to the young players, and eventually lead them to a Serie A title, Ronaldo has been unwilling to do that. Basically lashed out, walked out on the club, not just on the club, not just on the fans, not just on the manager, but his own teammates, uh, refusing to come into a game. Recently, it's come out today that he actually just told the club he was ill when he was told that he wasn't going to be starting the game so he wouldn't have to be there. And of course, now it all ends up in this interview with Piers Morgan. And for me, this just kind of summarizes what I've known for quite a long time. And a lot of United fans haven't been willing to admit this because this is their childhood idol. There's a lot of nostalgia. There's a lot of don't meet your heroes because this is what ends up happening. But Ronaldo has never loved Man United. He's never given a shit about the club. The only reason he came back was because of Sir Alex Ferguson, because of the enormous wages that United were willing to pay for him. And it's not coming out now. Uh, I hope that United and Ronaldo come to a quick termination of his contract so he can go ball out in whatever sporting Lisbon-level club he finds and United can kind of move on into the next step of their rebuild, which I believe under Ten Hag is going quite well. Eight wins out of 12. I think that the right signs are being shown. The right steps are being taken. They need to cut this relationship relationship off at, at the head. I think the, the report already is coming out that United's teammates, 
Ten Hag, they're completely outraged. They're completely taken aback. Mm. It's coming. And look, any United fan taking Ronaldo's stance over Ten Hag in the clubs is no real United fan. That's a Cristiano Ronaldo fanboy. <sighs> That's a three-minute rant. I feel like you've absolutely... You, it's like you wrote that before you even said it. You know, uh, you know. That's all just been in my head, like the whole two hours <laughs> of the past video we did. I'm sorry <laughs> if I took up a lot of time, but damn, I had to get uh, it off my chest. Uh, this is a, the No Ratings pod. Loki is a therapy session for most people. Don't worry about it, bro. Free therapy. I feel, I feel relaxed, actually, now. <laughs> <laughs> um, Faisal, you said at the start of the season that Ronaldo would help Manchester United fourth. Um, I'm assuming... <laughs> I'm assuming that's changed a lot. I mean, I said, I said, I said, United with Ronaldo finished top four, and technically, he's still, he's still part of the team. So, go to I'm, hell. I'm, How about I'm that? Right. <laughs> I'm right, but now nah, I said it. I, I said it. I said it for a long time. Uh, Ronaldo's made. Ronaldo's got two decisions, which he fucked himself. Sorry, I can't swear. Which he, which he regrets doing. The first decision is by leaving Madrid. He should have never left Madrid. We had a team which was designed for him and him only. He left Madrid because his ego thought he could win the Champions League outside of Madrid. The second bad move he made was not going to City rather than going to United. He, I don't and, think City and, wanted and, him in the end, by the way. Mm, I think that was smoke and mirrors, to be fair. As oh, in, really? I, well, it, it, what, from what I know in terms of journalists and, and basically what sort of rumours and, and things like that are that... City wanted him in terms of the hierarchy and the players were excited. Um, and this is what journalists have said, like really reliable journalists. But in the end, I think Guardiola um, didn't want to go through with it. And then Sir Alex Ferguson and then all of the United sort of legends uh, said to Ronaldo that you can't, you can't go to Manchester City anyway. We want you at United. So both of those things lined up uh, together, um, which mm. sort of brought him to United. But I think if United didn't get involved, I think Guardiola was a bit reluctant um, that's what I've read, anyways. Mm. But, I, but I feel like just going back to United, what what that's done now, and especially with Leas, <laughs> that space just killed his legacy with United. Now, what 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 is what is made now, for the past year or so, it's made people, especially casual fans, look at Ronaldo in a different perception. Before before he came to United, people had Ronaldo top one, top two, easily one of the greatest. But now they look at him. In a very different perception, especially they take what Ronaldo's done last year or this season into account, which which may reflect what he's done in the last five ten years. I've got I've got a good friend of mine, Sharky, who's saying he's closer to he's closer to Neymar than he is to to Messi, and that and that that's what it's done. People are taking this Ronaldo version into account, and that's what that, that's what I said. It killed his legacy completely. But what he's done now, just going back again, I'm not supporting his decision at all. What he's done is just disrespectful at all. And it just shows he's never loved you guys. He's loved us. I, I think that the worst thing about this, right, is that he's blindsided he's the club us, entirely. Like, him, he, he never loved United. It was all, it was always about Madrid. Bro, forget about that. Yeah, anyone with a brain, anyone who's just been paying attention this whole time with Ronaldo would have known that. Take it back to his first thing at United. He's wanted to leave the club since 2007, bro. Mm. Literally came out and said that the club are holding him hostage. Basically used the word, they're holding me as a slave. Then, the night before the Champions League final against Barcelona, he does like this, this self-interview of himself for Sky Sports News. Basically where he says, are you going to stay at United? And he says, yeah. Leaves a week later. 
be at Madrid, never came back to Old Trafford a single time to watch Man United play. Bear in mind his first season back at Juventus, he's at the Bernabeu watching Real Madrid yeah. play. That shows mm. you where his loyalties are. And on top of that, I've got sources telling me... Uh, sources, you know. Uh, yeah, okay, not sources telling me. SDS sources. People, I've read, I read reliable, reliable sources saying this summer he made, he, uh, he made a call himself directly, not his agent Mendes. He made the call directly to to Florentino Perez about wanting to come back. I'd, I'd Where, yeah. I, I mean, I'll come to you in a second. Um, I th- I th- I'm a bit surprised by that. It sounds like you don't really value Ronaldo's legacy either, even though like... That's not like, true. It does. <laughs> yeah, no, you do. But then what you just said then sounds like you're a little bit like, are you better that he didn't go back to Madrid or you are you left Madrid or like... Nah, him, him, him leaving Madrid was was a disappointment from both sides, his side and, and our side, especially that first year we were shit without him. We needed the goals. But Benzema stood up. This season, we it was a clear note for us. Because him mm. coming back would have one hindered Benzema's and if he wanted to take a backup role, it would have hindered Vinny's Vinny's position as well. Uh, so uh, yeah, I'm Vinicius happy doesn't that... Vinicius doesn't reach where, where he's reached now without Benzema being sort of the main player yeah. he, he's linking with. Um, and, and exactly. Ronaldo, and what, and what Ronaldo, the reason why the move never made it, never, never happened, is that Ronaldo demanded rather than coming back to being because Paris, Paris mm. proposed the backup role to Benzema, but Ronaldo's ego was too high. He said, "No, nah, I, I want to start either up front instead of Benzema or on the left instead of Vinny," which is why Paris said, "No." Yes. This is the whole uh, interview. There's loads of quotes and captions uh, that are out there. Um, and just the whole interview as a whole, on the whole, just sounds really bizarre. Like, I thought, in my opinion, my feeling was that Ronaldo would try and protect his legacy because the whole time he's tried to show off that despite the ego people uh, think he has, he has that ego, but actually he's a really top guy and underneath it all, like, he's misunderstood. And then he goes and does an interview with Pierce Morgan where... He says the club's betrayed him. He says he's got no respect for Ten Hag. He even compares Rooney to himself in terms of looks, which is like, you know, everything we thought about Ronaldo actually comes out in this interview, which makes it so weird that Ronaldo would do this interview. Do you know what I mean? Like, Amir, you're, you're going into journalism. Why on earth? I'm not going would... into uh, Yes, that's an accidental, like, path I've fallen into. <laughs> in journalism. Um, I actually understand the reason why he, he would have done an interview and I think Gary Neville said something similar on the overlap as well in that with Ronaldo we ha- it was radio silence the entire time um, and, and since summer and, and throughout the season so far it was just a lot of people speculating on, on Ronaldo and, and coming up with their own narratives and their own stories about why Ronaldo's not playing or what happened in summer with the transfers and, and things like that and obviously Ronaldo's this massive figure and, and he has incredible influence over fans of a club um, and and just generally the footballing world. So with regards to that, I think it's very important um, that we sort of get the story from Ronaldo himself. I think the angle that he's taken in the interview, and obviously I'd need to see the entire interview to sort of be sure um, sort of what actually happened and, and sort of this disrespect supposedly from the, the club and the manager, um, and, and, and how that plays into everything. But I think just in general, I think Ronaldo being such a imposing figure and, a, and a basically like this greatest of all time player, it's important for me that we should have heard his feelings and, and heard about 
how things have been not playing sort of as the nine and but don't you think though like and I think Leah's will jump in once he's done charging his Mac um don't you think though like him to come out and say Ten Hag has not been respectful to me and um like Rooney why is Rooney chatting about me yes yeah, so- like isn't that's that's just like Okay, if we want to hear about Ronaldo's feelings that he wants to play as a nine, he wants to play every week. That's just like, why are you even talking about some of these things? Yeah, so so this is my issue with it. So obviously, I think only select quotes have come out just because sort of they're they're good sound bites or whatever. But like, I think with Ronaldo, he's maybe strayed away from the actual importance of of what needs to be discussed, and maybe that's a factor of being on Piers Morgan's show and and speaking for sixty minutes. Um, I think maybe if he did an interview with I don't know, Roy Keane, for example, and, and they did like a 10-minute thing just directly speaking about his Man United stint and sort of his personal life and things like that. It would have reflected far better on him. Um, but the fact that he's sort of bringing up conversations about how he... Um, so he's still playing and he looks good and Rooney's whatever. Like, it, it doesn't land right. It doesn't reflect nicely. And I think it turns... It's just childish. Yeah, it turns childish. away a lot of the people and the United fans who like both Ronaldo and Rooney, it, it, you're going to look at that and think, well, I'm going to side with Wayne Rooney because he's been relatively um, like quiet. He's not really disrupted the club and, and, and caused like issues in this way that Ronaldo has. So I don't know, man. I, I think I would have wanted to hear from Ronaldo, but just not in the, not in, in, in this way. I, I, I think, think that that he's sense. just had like within this interview, he's just had like things that have tripped him out and, I think it's a build-up of frustration. He's looked frustrated anyway when he's been playing, to be honest. And he's just sort of switched and said a few things that maybe even he might regret. I don't know. Like, Leas, you obviously have this opinion on Ronaldo that actually he, he just is not this guy that people seem to think he is. But, like, surely there comes a point where him saying, like, I actually think his quotes on Ten Hag, I'm actually fine with. I know some people won't be, but I think him saying that, like, Ten Hag disrespected him. There's a couple of moments, and I tweeted it, actually, um, Ten Hag said he didn't want to bring Ronaldo on against Tottenham to respect his legacy, but then didn't he bring him on against what was the game where he brought him on for like two minutes? Um, no, he did. No, he tried bringing him on for two minutes against Spurs, or he tried bringing him on for ten minutes against Spurs, and that's when Ten Ronaldo refused no, no, to come sorry, on. Actually, he, ref- he didn't bring him on against City to respect his legacy. Then he wanted to bring him on against Spurs, and then there was no talk. I think Ten Hag played but, a perfect PR masterclass. On I don't think it's PR. I don't think it's PR, Nubit. I don't think Ten Hag has disrespected him whatsoever. First of all, Ronaldo does not have a divine right to play. No footballer ever has the that's divine right great, to start, especially Ronaldo at his current age. But Ronaldo, Ten Hag has played him in games where honestly he shouldn't have probably played him at all. If we're looking at this objectively, there are games where Ronaldo shouldn't be coming onto the game, into the game whatsoever. He's actually respecting Ronaldo by bringing him into games that he does, he shouldn't even be coming onto. The the thing that for me blows my mind, right, is that Ten Hag I think has played this perfectly. The the whole cap the whole uh, banning him for a game or whatever, keeping him away from the squad for a week after the Spurs thing was the right decision to do, and then to avoid basically blowing up the whole camp and blowing up the whole dressing room because whatever I think of Ronaldo. Ronaldo is still a massive influence in that dressing room. Like guys like Dalo, guys like Bruno, guys like Garnacho definitely look up to him. Completely sh- exiling him away from the club for good would have been the wrong decision to make, given how big Ronaldo's stature is. And he brought him in and started playing him more and basically said, let bygones be gu- bygones. I've basically asserted where the hierarchy is at the club. Respect that and you can come back into the team. And he even gave him the armband, which for me, I keep saying, is the one howler I give to Ten Hag. I don't think he should have ever done that. I think he should have continued asserting, I don't want to say his dominance, but asserting the, the power struggle at United and where Ronaldo sits in that. Giving him the armband basically just said, okay, 
you know what? We'll ban you for a week, but once you come back, everything's back to normal. For me, he shouldn't but, have done that. But, but don't so you for, think for Ronaldo to now come out and say that he's disrespected me? He's treated him like any other player. And if that's disrespect for Ronaldo, then the reality is that Ronaldo needs a reality check because this is still a 27-year-old's mind and the body of a 37-year-old. That's that's the true reality of the situation. Don't don't you think him getting the armband uh, or Ten Hag sorry giving Ronaldo the armband is like an extension of well to the outside and and probably on the inside if it's genuine that Ten Hag's sort of at least trying to mend things or trying to say, all right, you're you're not sort of my favourite kind of player, but it's water under the bridge. Um, I'm still going to manage in my way, but like these small little things that I can do just to keep things in the camp harmonious, I'm going to do them. And then following on Definitely. from that, seeing seeing Ronaldo's quotes, it reflects worse on him. Um, <sighs> having seen all of that, do you know what I mean? Definitely. I agree. No, I, I would definitely agree. I think Ten Hag, like I said, I wouldn't have done it, but maybe that's because I'm more bitter than Ten Hag is. Ten Hag, I think, showed incredible maturity and showed incredible consciousness to basically like Ronaldo, again, his, stat, his stature in the club, the dressing room, the fact that we're one year into his uh, tenure. Ten Hag has basically made it clear that he doesn't want he doesn't want to lose control of the situation one year in at United. He wants everything to be fully in control. And he completely understands that losing Ronaldo... And it being his fault would have been disastrous for his chances at being long-term United manager. And now the, the way it's, it's, it's planned out, like you said, uh, Nubaid, it looks brilliant on Ten Hag. It looks absolutely brilliant on him. But I'm surprised, but, uh, but I'm surprised it came out like that because he, 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 he put it on, in, on IG a couple of weeks ago saying the real truth will come out mm. quite soon yeah. for me. I was expecting more in the sense of, because a, a lot of things have been said about the, the fake transfer rumours, him going to Barca, Atleti, um, Bayern, whatever it is, I thought it was it was coming on the sense of that, on the, on the sense of I never wanted to go to these teams. But for him, I think to say there, what there he is said, some mention in in the interview about certain like clubs, and and I think he mentioned Man City a bit in in that. Um, but obviously, because it's a sixty minute thing, and and Piers is asking him about, I don't know, probably like provoking questions and things like that. That it just mm. covers such a wide range of topics that Ronaldo, who's obviously not in the best moment. He he's gonna speak on on what he's truly feeling, and then you get a sense the of like thing, things that slip. The only the only thing I agree with the after the whole thing, the only thing I actually agree with was what he said about Ralph and saying and, and saying. Mm. Um, I think he said. I think he said. How am I supposed to respect him if he's not even if he's not it's not even a boss or what, something like that? He said, uh, he said he's not even a manager. Which is fair, Faisal. I, I hear him on that. Yeah, no, that that. Listen, here's the thing with Ronaldo's interview, right? Like. The intention to basically call out the club's basically mishaps for the last decade, and I think he even mentioned since Sir Alex Ferguson has left the club, there's been no progress. Yeah, Every United fan would, would, would agree with that. The, the reason that United fans, in my opinion, should be upset is the fact that I think we have seen progress this season under this manager. So if he had come out during the summer immediately after the Ranić situation, which, let's be honest, I was a guy who wanted to see Ranić at the club based on what he could do at a board level. The fact that they never even gave him the chance to do that sums up how terrible the appointment was to begin with. It was, a, it was a whole mishap. But to do this, and again, we don't know exactly when this interview was taped, but to do this whilst United are on an 8 out of 12 winning game run, they're playing much better football than before, the recruitment has been spot on this summer, I just think it's, it's horrible, horrible timing and takes away everything that Ronaldo may want to say. It, it, it just it, it twists it, it, in my opinion. But that's, where, but, but that's where the ego comes in. You, you, you said it, the best progress has been made this season. But, mm. but it's been made without Ronaldo, and in his head, he wants to be with him. But he, in, in terms of ego, bro, he just he just wants it, and he's smart. I can't lie; he's very smart. 
he did it. The interview came out when after United won today. Uh, what he did when um, when he stormed out against Spurs, that was United's arguably the best performance on the Ten Hag yeah. all season. So he's picked his moments where the spotlight I'm not even wasn't. Sure if, for example, the Tottenham thing, I don't. I don't even think it's entirely like premeditated. I think just. Yeah, I think that was instinctive. I, I think, think just. Nah, yeah, nah, nah, nah. For me, nah, nah. I disagree. If if let's say if United drew or if United won a scrappy two-one win. I don't think he would have done that. He's a, he's very calculated. No, but I, I, I think I he's think, emotional. I agree with that, but I think sort of storming out and refusing to come on or whatever, um, he 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 wouldn't have done that if United if the game was close or, or or United were just winning or something like that because he gets the chance to go on the pitch and maybe sort of try and do something or get a goal or equalize. I think the fact that United had already had that game sort of in the bag then. Ronaldo thinks, what's the point? It's disrespectful for me to come on in this situation. Mm. And then he's just going to storm out. I think there are... Sorry, I was just going to say, there are certain things within the interview, um, like Lies was saying, in terms of where he's highlighting that things in terms of staff, uh, technology, structure, haven't changed since he was there like sort of decades ago. Um, And the thing is, that's a really good point. And that's something that United fans or people within the club might appreciate hearing but not on this sort of platform or not in this sort of like antagonizing like almost bitter um interview i think then you just lump everything together in this really negative light i think if ronaldo sort of sat down and i mean those those sort of things you can discuss with the club um but the the thing is it almost seems like he's trying to put the blame on everyone else and and sure like some people might deserve some of the blame but a lot of these things are, are i think just dealt better in private I think if you're going to go public you should just be talking more about yourself um, and, and people want to hear you hold yourself accountable or talk about your own experiences rather than blaming this person blaming this person and I don't know sort of insulting and, and then calling different people out What's really I think the Rooney one for me the Rooney one for me is, is the, the weirdest one for me honestly like it, it comes off as very bitter Rooney has, has not come out yeah. in any interview he's done and like spoke with an agenda against Ronaldo. He hasn't basically like called him trash. He's just basically been asked, do you think United would do well to move on from Ronaldo? Do you believe United at this moment are better than Ronaldo? And he said, yeah. Any, it's the any same thing person with the Gary, judges with the Gary football, Neville comments as well. Yeah. Mm. No, I, I, and I think, look, the, the fact that immediately after those Gary Neville comments, he made the point of shaking every single pundit's hand except for Gary Neville. Like Faisal said, it's, it's very calculated. And I think but, the thing people aren't even talking that, about is... Sorry, no, just, just one thing on that. In my opinion, I actually respected him for that. And I'm not backing Ronaldo at all. But my thing about that was Gary Neville uh, and other pundits, not just Gary Neville, berated Ronaldo and said, like, he's a, he's bad for the club. He's a virus. He's a problem. He's, Neville has he's, never said he's a virus or he's a problem. Never. Never I has Gary Neville m- said Most that. of the pundits talk about it from a footballing perspective. Um, Gary yeah, Neville in particular so has my, never said that. My, my thing is, like, he said many, many times, basically he said a lot of negative things about Ronaldo. In my opinion, think about it this way, right? On a much smaller level. If I sat here now and said loads of terrible things about Leas' attitude and this, that and the other, and then tomorrow saw you in the supermarket and went over and gave you a high five, that for me, like, is weird. If it was us, if it was me and two random people, who were the people? Okay, Luis Saha, to be fair, he played a season with him, a season or two. For him to basically make it a point to go and shake those guys' hands and not Gary Neville, for me, is bitter. It's vindictive. As in, you could have just shook no one's hand. Yeah. But I think. And also, sorry, I was just going to say, like, if, let's say, 
I made a video or I wrote an article or something and then you criticised that saying it was bad for X, Y, Z reasons and gave me explanations for that and you were doing it in a critical way not rather sort of, sort of not just, I don't know, not attacking me for the sake of it and then I saw you, I, I wouldn't take that as offensively as if you were just sort of cussing me out on the side. But I, th- I think if I, if I did that once or twice, yeah, fine. But like, there's also an angle to this that like certain media personalities and pundits um, will say things about Ronaldo because they know for a fact that media will pick it up. It elevates their personality. It elevates their yeah, social that's numbers. Yeah. There's definitely but Rooney is not one of those people though, Nube. That's, that's the whole point. It's, it's not about him lashing out at journalists or whatever. It's the fact that these are our former teammates and, and they have, Wayne Rooney they is a guy that him, him and Rooney were going head. Yeah, man. Like, that's a, that's emotional for me. That, that there's nothing calculated about that. That's him lashing out. Um, I'm also just going to very quickly say, uh, and I was speaking to my partner about this, um, that Ronaldo lost a child not that long ago, and I think yeah. that's had like a really, really like negative impact on him as a person. Because like, um, I think there's been a, there's been moments this season, like Leah's just said there, where I don't think it's been completely calculated. Where I think he has actually just let his emotion bubble over which in in his older years hasn't happened very frequently because of how mature he's become because he really recognizes his image um and i think there's there's an element of that has definitely affected him i watched a, a lengthy chat that jordan peterson did that he said he had a conversation with ronaldo and, and ronaldo is struggling with that i think there's a, a little bit of overlap of that that's impacted his on on the field attitude then obviously off the field attitude then obviously Pierce Morgan being Pierce Morgan jumps on it at exactly the right time. And for whatever reason, Ronaldo trusts Pierce Morgan. Pierce Morgan prods around certain topics full well knowing that Pierce made very little comments about Gary Neville because Pierce and Gary Neville are best pals, but he's got no relationship with Rayton Rooney. And he knows Rooney's going to sell papers and it's going to sell clips. So he's always like, there's he's gone to the most tactical person possible and has ended up with probably the worst end of the, of the stick. Um, where next for Ronaldo very quickly before you uh, call it a day on this? Because it is 1.40 in the morning and I'm so tired. Faisal's basically switched off. He's like already sat at the desk tomorrow morning. Um, where next for Ronaldo, Faisal? I think if I, th- I think this will showcase how powerful the United board are, uh, the United board are. I think if United board is serious enough and if they and if they are as big as they claim they are, they should literally release him tomorrow. He should oh. he he shouldn't be a United player. If this if 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 Ronaldo was in Madrid right now and he said what he said, there is no way in hell mm. Florentino Perez would let that slide and literally mm. let him continue till either January or to summer. Forget Never. about Perez, Faisal. You look at Fergie, and this is what makes me I laugh when Roy Keane comes Fergie. out and basically backs Ronaldo and says, "Oh, players did this before." If you did this shit under Fergie, there are numerous examples of Fergie ditching you, no matter whether you were Roy Keane or you whether some some under-18 player. No one is bigger than the club. No one is bigger than the club. And Ronaldo has basically... And you talk about calculated, right? You you said, oh, the fact that it's coming out after United win against Fulham. I think the most important timing of this is the fact that United don't play again until the January yeah. transfer window. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ronaldo will not play another game for Man United. Mm-hmm. He will be gone by the time the World Cup is over. He'll be gone, yeah. Yes. Yeah, you were, you were going to say? I was just going to say, I think... <laughs> It's really, I don't know, man. It, it's really better the fact that Ronaldo, who basically started and made his career at United and he had this fairy tale comeback. And even though I didn't think he was 
in terms of his performance is great last over the course of the in, entire season last season he still ended up with like what was it 18 goals or something mm-hmm. like that um yeah so so, so his comeback was still uh, admirable and 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 he did have like a a lovely arc to his career the fact that he's going out in this way it's incredibly bare and i don't really I, I don't see a way where he can reconcile and, and be reintegrated into Manchester United. I don't think he wants to um, be in general anyway. He, the, the relationships at that club have, have basically torn apart. I think the only way or the only thing that has to be important now is is how you make that break and, and how you sort of keep things relatively amicable just to keep Ronaldo's legacy intact and just to keep things... Um, I don't know, keep the mood good in, in the United camp. I was just going to mention Ferguson. I think someone like Ferguson is probably one of the only people who could, if he were to speak on something like this on behalf of United or, or put sort of a statement out, I think he's basically the only one who can connect those two parts together in a way that you let Ronaldo go and, and things aren't horrendous. Um, I don't know if that will happen. I don't think it will happen. I think Ronaldo probably leaves... Uh, in January, or if you can't get a move away, or, or they're not going to let him leave, then he sort of doesn't play a game again either. Um, and I, I don't know. Leave. Yeah, I just think like the only issue is around. who who takes him. Um, and and, 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 no and I don't clubs. know the answer. That's to that. no clubs. That's no clubs at the moment who's who's financially capable of of taking that wage. And secondly, who's actually wanting him because because his 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 only demand is one. Forget the money. He's. I think he's prepared to take a pay cut if someone in Champions League is prepared to take him. Yeah. There's no Champions League club that's prepared to take him. Besides that's, two, besides Lisbon and Napoli, but Napoli don't need him. Lisbon actually. aren't in the Champions League anymore. They're eliminated. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah, Sporting. Yeah, yeah, Sporting got eliminated. Exactly. So at the moment, the only team that's actually feasible taking him is Napoli. But Napoli ain't going to take him. I I think at this point because it's become so toxic and it, it's more of a personal sort of, um, like he has a personal problem with. United and the people at United, I honestly think just for his peace of mind or whatever, he happily go take a bit of a pay cut. And even if the team's not in the Champions League right now, he'll leave. He'll join them just to play as a starting man and get and, and get out of that environment. And, yeah. and maybe I'm wrong, but I think he just wants to I'll be tell you, I'll tell you, I'll competitive t- club. I'll tell you what Ronaldo should do. Ronaldo should retire at the end of this World Cup. And I'm not even saying this like vindictively. I think Ronaldo should should call it quits after this World Cup because Ronaldo is not a battle between him and himself and Manchester United. Ronaldo is having a battle between himself and what the status of his career is. And for we the talk time. about Ronaldo wants to be... Mm. Wait, what's up? And for the time. That's the battle. Yeah, no. 100%. He is incapable of understanding what his role in the footballing universe is at this stage in his career. Ronaldo wants to be starting at... at he, Ronaldo wants to be a starter, but at a club that's competing for the Champions League. And he can't understand that those two things cannot be synonymous, synonymous anymore. You talk about Napoli. Ronaldo will not start at Napoli. There's not a chance. So if he goes to Napoli, what's the difference between a situation there and a situation at United? He's not starting games consistently at either of them. Whether he's playing in the Champions League and he hears the, the Wednesday night anthem or whether he hears the Europa League night anthem, that's not his priority no matter what he says. He still considers himself a player at the top of his game. And he said it in his quotes about Wayne Rooney. Maybe he's jealous that I'm still at the top of my game and Rooney's not. But the reality is he isn't. So I believe for his own peace of mind, he should call it quits at the end of the World Cup because he will only continue battling with this inner battle well, between he, himself. He, he and- never became one of the greatest players of all time having that mentality. And I, 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 well, I, don't, think, I don't think unless he's genuinely like he can't run anymore 
and, and unless he's, I don't know, yeah. won an international trophy. He's he, not that's the thing, Fair, that's the thing, Umir. I said not what he will do. I agree he won't do that. I absolutely oh, yeah, agree he won't enough. do that. Yeah, yeah, but I enough. believe what yeah. he should do is that because his legacy will only continue if to he sour retired if he at continues. the end of last season. If he retired at the end of last season, he'd have such a sort of poetic, yeah. beautiful career yeah, story. The thing is, I think, but, but, but I think, but, uh, uh this I, I might be I might be going th- deep into this thing. I think the only reason why he wants to play in Champions League is because we won because because we won the Champions League last season, and, and I yeah, think that's so yeah, the, that's not a better yeah that's not yeah, that's yeah, not and, 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 and I think I think that's got an impact. He didn't want because him leaving Madrid was two things. Who's going to win the Champions League first? Is it is it him or us? And we won mm-hmm. it, and we basically proved it that we can win it without him. And I don't know I don't know if you guys I don't know if you guys. Uh, realized, but when we won it back in 2018, his celebration throughout the whole celebration uh, at at the final and at the banner bear mm-hmm. was this was was the five yeah, trophies. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Won a four with us and won a United. But last season, everyone of our players celebrated like this as well. Yeah. That's basically proving that we can still. And I think he wants. I, I, I think he wants the six. But somehow. Well, which, I yeah. don't know if he he'll get a move to a club big enough to I start think, him and, and compete for a sixth. There's, I don't think that moves available for him. I think, to be honest, just to wrap on this, I think the only person who actually wins from all of this is Pierce Morgan, because when where like the viewership numbers I think ten, on that, I, interview, I think Ten Hag, Ten Hag kind of wins as well. Yeah, Ten Hag is a big winner from this. I, I mean, but on a like a general like level of harmony at Manchester United, like Ten Hag is going to be getting calls from Fergie for sure. The board are going to be calling him. There's going to be a bit of. A, I think this brings the. I think this brings the current playing squad closer together. To be honest with you. I actually think this would be so when, when, Faisal said, when Faisal said United are going to finish fourth because of Ronaldo, this is what he meant. They're going to come closer to each other. Let him go. Yeah, hey, man. That's crazy. Come on, man. Pierce, Pierce Morgan is making bank and he's absolutely milking it. Um, well, he's got Jordan Peterson, Andrew Tate, and then Cristiano Ronaldo. What a. <sighs> I'll just end it off by saying this United will be a better team because of this bro release him in January hopefully we can find someone to, to replace the goals and even if we don't we saw what happened to Arsenal they lost for Aubameyang six months later they brought a player that suits them better and look at them they're flying United will be better because of this I probably agree well Liz is that his say uh, Faisal's top four shout is uh Null and Boyd, I think. That's so true. It's, it's oh true. my if, God! Give it a break. If Ronaldo, leaves, if, 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 if Ronaldo leaves in Jan and United still make top four, I'm technically right. He's still participating in that campaign. Sure. <laughs> um, that is that. Faisal, you got work early morning tomorrow. So stop talking. Um, I'm done listening to. You. If you haven't heard Faisal's take about Benny Valverde and Steven Gerrard, go and listen to the That's podcast. In, in new new- episodes. That's hilarious. Uh, uh, if you're new here, make sure you drop a like, follow the guy, subscribe. And we'll see you on the next one. All right. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do 
not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.